Listener Production. A solid start to the new month for the Aussie share market. And what to expect from the US interest rate decision tonight. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 1st of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura. Stevie. Look, it's a brand new month, which I think is a great thing, to be honest, Laura, because we've just had three rough months for markets. We've dropped about 9% over that period, you know, generally. And last month, the market fell almost 4%. Mm -hmm. Now, I look back at some of the other major markets around the world, and we're kind of similar to the declines that we saw in the UK, in France, parts of Europe, which were down between about 3 and 4%. The US ended up being a bit of an outperformer compared to us. They only dropped about 2.2%, which is still significant. Japan was down about 3 and South Korea down 7.5%. It did pretty badly. But today, a much better start. And yes. considering data out of China, which was disappointing, not bad. Look, I don't want to look back too much because I feel like we've already drilled it in to everyone that we haven't had such a great time lately, three straight months of declines, all of the rest of those stats. But today, let's focus on that. We're on track for our best day in about three weeks, which is pretty good. You have to take those small wins when yes. you get them, I think. And look at, sorry to interrupt there, no, Laura. No, not at all. This afternoon, we had some data out of China and we did yesterday as well. Both of these were basically highlighting that China's economy is losing momentum. Well, they didn't have much momentum to begin with. Well, I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, last month we did get some data out of China, which yeah. was better than expected. Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose we did have that little bit stronger data for one month or, or one piece of data, but that's where we said we won't be holding our breath and seeing this as a sign that, mm. you know, its economy is recovering because we needed to see this building and seeing more momentum. So yep. from what we've seen in the past couple of days, unfortunately, that momentum yep. didn't continue. Exactly. So yesterday there was data which was basically representing the the larger factories in China. And today was one that was showing some of the smaller factories and they're both basically contracting. So it is a sign that things are slowing a little on that front. Mm -hmm. I didn't seem to have a huge reaction on a huge impact rather on our market, even though we saw a little bit of a dip from some resource stocks that were pretty quick to recover. Yeah, I think we're sort of expecting this, especially with yesterday's data that came out. It was sort of an indicator mm -hmm. of what to expect. And, you know, I guess with China, we're still waiting to see if there is going to be any anything substantial from the Chinese government in terms of support to boost its economy. So we'll keep waiting on that one. Let's look at the sectors today. Yeah, so across the sectors, it was a bit mixed today. But look, we're getting close to the end of the session and most sectors are up. There's only a couple of sectors that are actually yeah. down looking at it now. So consumer staples... Utilities, they're down about a fifth of 1%, but there are gains everywhere else. Exactly. And if we look at those real estate stocks, they're up about 1.9% ahead of the close. Materials, industrials, healthcare, also up over 1%. So that's pretty good. Exactly. And the fact that they're lifting so strongly and that the banks are also up even modestly, that's helping to keep our market quite positive today. Bit of company news around. We're still in the AGM season, so plenty of those at the moment, but there's plenty to look at, isn't there? Yeah, well, if we look at the coal stocks today, I did notice that they were a little bit of a weight in the energy sector, less so as the day went on. They were doing a lot worse earlier in the session, but we have seen them under some pressure and that was on the back of coal prices having their biggest drop in almost four months. So we've seen the likes of Whitehaven, New Hope and Yang Coal all down quite steeply ahead of the close. The worst performer out of those is New Hope. It's down 
Yeah, so we said that miners have done well today. Some of the really big stocks like Rio and Fortescue, they're up about 2.5%. BHP not doing quite as well, but still up around 1.5%. Now, it was in focus today because it held its AGM or its annual general meeting with investors. Something that received attention is that it's spending a lot of money to expand a potash project Mm. in Canada, which will take (laughs) about six years. So, What's a lot of money to you, Stevie? Uh, well, $4.9 billion US dollars, <laughs> I think, is a lot of yeah. money for almost everyone. <laughs> yes, I Even just wanted to point Buffett, that out. I reckon. Because it's probably not, <laughs> not the a lot of money anyone would be thinking of. It's a lot more yeah. than the... Because on the lot. weekend, 25 bucks is yeah. seems like a lot to it me is. as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, which is like the cost of a cocktail these days, isn't <laughs> oh it? Oh, my God. 25, 30 bucks at a fancy place. It's nuts. Anyway, just drink water and sparkling. It's much cheaper and <laughs> more affordable and better for your health. But anyway... A 4.9 billion US dollars, that's about 7.7 billion Aussie dollars. That Mm. sounds even more, doesn't it? So it's basically building this huge potash project in Canada, which is going to take, as I said, a long time to build. It's going to be one of the world's largest of its kind, and it's going to double production each year from this additional spending. So in total, it's going to be investing something like 15 billion US dollars on this. And one of the reasons why it's investing so heavily is firstly to make up from the major disruptions from the global fertilizer supplies due to the Ukraine-Russia war. You know, that part of the world accounts for a huge portion of fertilizers in general. So it wants to pick up the slack there, but also it wants to invest heavily to diversify the business a bit. So BHP makes more than half of its profits just from iron ore. So it's kind of wanting to do some other stuff. And when populations are growing and the rising living standards, people need more agricultural goods and fruit and veg and fertilizers play an important role there. Yeah, that's really interesting news out of BHP today. And I guess that's why we saw its shares lifting one and a half percent, which is very substantial for the biggest company listed on the ASX. We also had Amcor, the world's largest consumer packaging company. They had quite a good day today. It reported its quarterly earnings. And even though it said sales are down seven percent, and its earnings before interest and tax was down 9%. These were both hit by softer demand for its containers and cartons. It was still able to keep its full-year guidance the same, and that's why we did see Amcor shares lifting up about 1.7%. Pretty good. Orica in focus as well today. It has managed to fall back by about 1.5%, but it said that it filed a lawsuit in the United States, and this is over a contractual dispute regarding ammonium nitrate supplies. Now, it confirmed that this is probably not going to have an impact on its North America product supply over there, but also that the lawsuits are not going to impact its full-year results, which will be out next week. So shares down, but you know, did underperform the market, but it could have been worse. Let's look ahead to tonight. So as we alluded to at the beginning, of course, the Federal Reserve has its second day of its meeting. And at the end of that meeting, they hand down their interest rate decision. So that's definitely probably the most important thing coming out tonight. That'll happen at 4 a.m. Sydney time here tomorrow morning. And the expectations are widely that they'll keep rates on hold. So that's not really what we're looking at. If they keep them on hold, that'll be the second month in a row. What we're trying to look for more closely here or what investors will be focusing on more is the commentary that comes out of the US central bank, seeing what lays ahead for interest rates. And if JP, Jerome Powell, entertains any sort of talk about rate cuts, which is highly unlikely. Very unlikely. (laughs) 
you know, I think we're not expecting any sort of tangible rate cuts until yeah. the end of next year at, at this yeah. point. And keep in mind that does keep getting pushed further and further back. But yeah, so they are expected to keep rates steady. But keep in mind, they are sitting already at 22 year highs after they're quite intensive hiking cycle, I'm going to call it, they were near 0% and they pushed that up to above 5%. Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment, the market's pricing in roughly a 98% chance that rates are on hold tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if we get anything else... There's still a 2% chance. Yes, but that would be a huge (laughs) surprise. So if JP says anything about a rate cut, that would almost certainly see markets rally. So it seems very unlikely he's going to be entertaining anything like that for the time being. But also tonight, there'll be some figures on jobs growth in the private sector this evening. This is in the US. There'll be numbers on job openings in America and quite a timely update on manufacturing. So it's going to be pretty busy. Also some profit results from Kraft Heinz, Etsy, Qualcomm, and also PayPal. So it's going to be relatively busy on that front. And then tomorrow, not too much that's market moving that's going to happen here in Australia. We will get some lending indicators and also international trade for the month of September. Yeah, and unlikely to move markets, as you point out. There'll be CSR out with a profit result, but really apart from that, pretty quiet. I think that's about it. I think it is. Okay, well, have a good evening, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. Chat then. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.